Cause I've been in tune, out of touch Coming off the bench, trying to shake the funk Check your stat line, see who's up That over, under, hit too clutch And I'm trying to avoid getting carried away With the chest sweet, sleeping on a trick play Predicting all of my moves like AC never replay So I'm running it back, head down, get out of my way And it's for the law with only one thing to do I guess I'll say a prayer and put it all on the line but they don't know Something they haven't seen I find a gap on the screen And hit them right in between Yeah, I got it And I got it Just one thing to say Yeah, but they don't know Something they haven't seen I'm off that Nito Green It got me fading In between fantasy football podcast. All right, all right, all right. It is December 5th, 2023. The fantasy football season is coming to its peak with playoffs either starting soon or already arriving here in most leagues. Welcome to the IBPT podcast. This is our 189th episode and we still haven't got canceled yet. So uh, we appreciate that. Thanks for joining us tonight. I am Seth Wilcock and tonight I am joined by a member of the Bang Bang Niners gang, holder of the trademark Gooch Cheese and a dude who once won his middle school fantasy football league with ease. Nick Hoover, a.k.a. Hoove. What's good, Hoove? No, I am not Eric. No, I am not Scott. But I am your boy, Hoove. And I am happy to be here making a Tuesday debut. Like a, a debut on Fridays. What, Friday? Last two weeks ago? Yes. Something like that. But we're here on Tuesday nights. We're taking over. Move over NXT. Move over your next favorite reality show on Tuesdays because we are here, baby. I got my tea. I'm here. I'm loaded up. Let's go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm excited you're here, man. And just like you, I'm honestly just trying to enjoy what's left of this fantasy football season. We did take some major losses here in week number 13 on the injury front. Tank Dell, the rookie darling, gone for the rest of the year. Trevor Lawrence banged up. Christian Kirk banged up. So we're going to have to attack waivers and kind of scrap our way around here heading into a do or die week number 14 more than usual. So we're going to get you through it uh, with some cuts and keeps uh, in would you rather. And then we're going to take your questions from the forum. So if you want to ask anything that you haven't already, uh, let us know here in the chat or head over to fancyfootballadvice.com, create an account and let us know uh, how we can best help you today and uh, later on in the season. And then we'll round it out within the scope. And uh, guys, we're also joined by our audio producer, Kyle Scott, a guy who just clinched a playoff spot in our Penn League. What's up, Kyle? How are the, the playoff vibes for you? Playoff vibes are good. They could be better because I clinched with a loss, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, you know what? That was week 13. My entire team was on bye. So that was my B squad. I... Uh, I'm rolling out the A-team again, and I'm hoping a steamroll through the rest of the playoffs. Well, I'm glad to hear it, man. Good oh. on you, Mr. Scott. Congrats. I'm not locked, Hoof. We got Kyle already locked in that league. I'm the ninth seed. It's an eight-seeded playoffs. I might not even make it. That That's where I'm at right now. I'm with you. I'm in my work league right now. I had a rough week last week. I started Jalen Warren. 
I started Jameer Gibbs and I sat Devin Shane and I sat Cortland Sutton. So I'm sitting at a oh. seven seed in a six seed playoff team. So I have a good chance of making it. I just really got to pick my start, pick my studs this week. And that's been like my curse this year. Other it than is. the Nick, Nick Chubb injury, like that's just been devastating. And and believing in Najee Harris, that's the other thing. So, yeah, I got a lot of answers. I got a, a lot of questions I got to answer tonight for sure, especially with these waivers. I'm going to be looking for answers too. So I'm with you guys. All right. We're going dumpster diving together as a family. And speaking of family, shout out to the IBT family. We got some folks already here in the chat. We got Albert. What's up, Albert? Good evening to you, man. We got Stacy. Hey, family. Good to see you, Stacy. We got Tyler as always locked and loaded. What's up, fam? Good to see you, Tyler. And then we got old Rachel in the chat as well. Tootsie Pop 6. My fam. Good to see you, Rachel. Thanks for making time for us on your Tuesday Hoof, let's go ahead and jump into it here and kick things off with Would You Rather. Would you rather? And before we jump in, I just want to say, because I feel like I don't say it enough, like thank you to everyone who tunes in every single week to this show and our other programs here at IBT Media. We saw another little pop in the subscriber count last week, so we can't thank you guys enough. It's from doing the the, the things that all our regulars do, the liking, the commenting, hanging out with us. So thank you guys so much. This is our thing together and uh, excited to keep it rolling with you. Kyle, Good to see your face here in Would You Rather. How are we feeling as Christmas approaches? We're feeling the season. It's It was snowing in Pittsburgh today. It was wintry mixing, I should say. Okay, actually. okay. Uh, it was mostly rain, but it's sticking to the windshield, so I'll call it snow. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be Christmas sooner than you think. So start buying presents yesterday. Hoove, I know you're on those Black Friday deals. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. You, you, you've done your Christmas shopping I'm tenfold done. by now. I wrapped, sent, signed, sealed, delivered. They're gone. They're we, gone. Got, we got a little fucking Santa Claus out here, don't we, boys? Jeez. Saint, I put I put the Nicholas and St. Nicholas, let me tell you. All right. I go hard during Christmas. And I'm a pro rapper. Like, Oh, those are two things I'm terrible oh, at. Man, I always play in gifts, always suck at rapping. You should like you wait. Like once you guys all see my my present and uh card, they go like hand in hand. They're like matching. And that's fucking class right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that is. I go hard when it comes to Christmas, let me tell you. So I like to I like to sit around the fire and watch the Christmas movies and you know, cuddle up with the girl with my girlfriend. So yeah, it's I this is my time of the year, let me tell you. Except working outside. Yeah, you know, I still got to go outside, so uh, it's it's a tough time of the year, but it's enjoying to you know, be in a loving mood all the time. <laughs> I'm with you there. We'll talk about Christmas a little bit later in the show, but Kyle, let's uh, start with a couple fancy football questions and then jump over to some Christmas and winter themed uh, would you rather's. For sure, let's jump into it with would you rather keep for the rest of the season 
Baker Mayfield, Matt Stafford, or Gardner Minshew, Washington State University. <laughs> Who, where you going here, man? I, I got a lot of thoughts on these quarterbacks. Uh, I'm going to piggy bank off of what I said uh, during the Black Friday episode. That was my guy for the episode, and he ended up finishing QB7 that week. Uh, Matthew Stafford. Uh, I think Matthew Stafford just has so much upside the rest of the year. You're seeing the offense start clicking. And uh, Puka Nakua is on pace right now to beat Jamar Chase's rookie rookie um, record by three um, yards. So I'm just I really do believe it, and I hate seeing it as a 49ers fan, but they're they can they can get that. All right, we're in a different tier right now. You guys can go get records like that. We're going for a Super Bowl, <laughs> but that's besides the point. All right, um, yeah, Matthew Stafford, that's my guy. So I'm rolling with him the rest of the year, even though these guys they're not terrible options, but to say the least. Matthew Stafford, I love the call because he had his, his finally his big blow up game when you called him out as your sleeper a couple weeks ago. So good on you for that. It's the Ravens this week, though. I don't love that. But then he does have a very appealing matchup against the, the commanders. So I think it could be worse for Matthew Stafford. I like Baker Mayfield, though. I just like the consistency. Maybe he doesn't have the upside of Stafford Hoove, but QB1, AQB1 in 33% of his games, only been bottomed out uh, below QB19 twice on the season. And Atlanta's coming up this week. I think if you got, need a guy for week number 13, or I, sorry, excuse me, we're in week number 14, week number 14 specifically, look again uh, for Baker against Atlanta. Levis had his big day. Dobbs had a big day. The Cardinals QBs had a big day on the ground, three rushing touchdowns. I think it's time for Baker to strap the fuck up and get to work. Like the division is on the line here in week number 14. Probably whoever wins this game goes on to win it. So I like Baker. I don't mind Minshew either. Like honestly, Cincy, Lurs, Falcons, Raiders, just a little bit less consistent than Baker. Stafford's probably my three hoove. I I I don't know if I I don't know if I can get down with how, Stafford. How far out are the Bucks from the playoffs? Are they in the hunt? They're, if if they win this week, they're <clears throat> they're winning the division. Okay, so maybe you can convince me a little bit, you know, like to sway Baker. I think Baker would be my two for sure. Okay, um, but maybe you could probably sway me a little bit more just because they're on the cusp, like. I think that right now I'm I'm more believing in Stafford because the, like all the pieces right now are clicking and they have the opportunity, you know, like quarterbacks are going to want to feed their wide receivers and help and help them, you know, be as great as they possibly can be. And I think Matthew Stafford wants that for Puka Nakua as much as anyone, you know, kind of also break that break that stereotype that he had at the start of the year that he doesn't know any other receivers besides Cooper Cup. Like if he could break that narrative and help Puka Nakua and break a record like that, that would be awesome so um they have that to chase after for matthew stafford so he'll be in the wild card are they are they that far out yeah they're they're there they're i i'm pretty sure they're either eight or like right at seven now Uh, the fact that they're both on the cusp like when you're gonna compare baker mayfield who only came in because matthew stafford was hurt last year like you just have to roll with the talent right there matthew stafford's like just a better quarterback than baker okay Okay. And, and if the Bucks start falling off, then Mike Evans already just broke the thousand yard record, you know, this last this last week. So I don't know what else would be chasing them besides the playoffs, but the Rams have something like very serious that they could chase after. Baker Mayfield is always fighting for 
the next year, I feel like, right now in his career. So I, I think Baker will always have a little bit of incentive to get out there. Uh, what's up, Chandler? See, we got you in the chat here. We're going to get to your questions and from the forum just a little bit from now if you want to hang out with us. But we appreciate you joining us tonight. Uh, Kyle, I, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. I, I'm a little more Baker pro. Looks like uh, Hooves a little more Stafford. But three good quarterbacks here. Uh, I know you'd probably want either either any of these as your – actually, don't you have Stafford as your quarterback? I have Matthew Stafford. Okay. But, uh, in, oh, the, in the interest of balance, I would pick Gardner Minshew because he went to Washington State. All right, your your yeah. uh, Pacific West Coast bias there. I, I appreciate it, Kyle. What other uh, questions do we have here? Let's stick with one more fantasy before we jump over to uh, a Christmas question. Yeah. So, would you rather cut Devin Singletary, Khalil Herbert, or Kareem Hunt? I just gotta say, like, who fuck Devin Singletary? There, like, this was the matchup for him against Denver, and he gets out touched by Damian Pierce. 15 to nine. I'm not cutting him here because I, I like, I, I like him better than these other two running backs by, by a lot still, but he just absolutely shafted us. And I don't think you can trust him moving forward. I just hate this year so much just because like things like Devin Singletary, like that's, that's the most 2023 thing that could have happened. You know, um, I'm torn on this one. Honestly, it's, I could be easily swayed on any of these. Um, I hate that anyone would be in a predicament like this that would have to cut something like someone like this. And it I think wouldn't you, be a tough to I think with. people will be, though, because, like, what if Zeke's out there right now? You're cutting Zeke for you're, you're picking up Zeke for any one of these guys. No, no way. No way. I would. Zeke is a locked and loaded starter rest of season. These guys are all committee backs. You're not you're not starting any of these guys rest. Of season. Maybe Singletary. All right. You know what? I know my answer. Kareem Hunt is the no. Would you rather cut? No, I want to keep Kareem Hunt, actually, because the Browns, the Browns are chasing the playoff spot. You know, they got Joe Flacco. Their offense is starting to get better. So uh, Kareem Hunt has an opportunity to score. The Patriots don't score. So Zeke is not like I hate hearing that. They're not going to be in the red zone. Stop pushing Ezekiel Elliott. He, they're not gonna I'm do not anything. even pushing him. I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> what? No, I saw that all over Twitter today. Stop it. Stop it. That's not okay. You're not going to push Zeke. It's not going to happen. The Patriots stink. All right. The Steve, Ramondre Stevenson was the best player on that team. So what's going to happen? They might get the 101 now. Like that's, that's the most realistic thing, but we're not going to push Zeke narrative. Uh, going back to the question though. Listen, um, I, I might've been p- pushing Taysom Hill on Twitter today. I'm not pushing Zeke on, on Twitter. I'll push, so. I'll push Tay-Tay. I'll push look, Tay-Tay all day, but I'll cut, I'll cut cream. Uh, Kula Herbert. Honestly, that's my answer. Okay, I am with you. I think I think we're going to the same place. I will say on Kareem Hunt though, hasn't scored over seven PPR points in a game he has not scored a touchdown. So like, the upside is limited. It's pretty much touchdown or bust for him. We already kind of had our, our P's and Q's with Devin Singletary. I think it is Khalil Herbert. I think you can cut him. I would one hundred percent cut him for Zeke. Saw just twenty one percent of snaps last time out. Roshan got seventy four percent of the snaps second game back, and he's getting no red zone usage. Just two of the seven targets, like that's what makes you valuable in fantasy football for a running back. Targets and touchdown equity. He gets none of it. So I'm out of Khalil Herbert rest of the season. Yeah, and picking up a first down. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Good luck (laughs) with these two-yard fucking runs. That's what you're going to get, picking up Zeke. 
we'll t- we'll talk more about Zeke when we get to the waiver wire later in the show. Kyle, let- let's bring some some lightheartedness back with some Christmas questions. Yeah, let's talk about lights, for instance. Would you rather be tasked with lighting your town Christmas tree or managing the local bar on New Year's Eve? Hoove, I feel like in a past life, you might have done both of these things. So uh, we'll we'll tee you up here. All right. Like, I think that with my professional experience as a window cleaner, it would be wrong of me to not go up and light the town's Christmas tree. So that's where my realistic answer is going to go. Could I handle a bunch of drunks? Yeah, of course. Like, look at me go, you know, try some motherfucker, you know, but, (laughs) but. I think that my experience of going up ladders all the time should should come in handy with lighting a Christmas tree. Okay. You're going to get a lot more Karens there. You know, you're going to get a lot more Karens, a lot of people worried, and you have to deal with the parade and everything going on there. With that said, Kyle, where, where are you leaning here? Um, I think I would probably lean with managing the bar. That's one night. It's probably going to be easier, I think, honestly. Uh, less scary. Um it's it's really only going to get rowdy closer to midnight you know like it's not going to be that bad the whole time and you like like who said i can handle a couple drunks we went to college that's not (laughs) right that's Mm. kyle's down there at the coney scrapping after midnight in the smoking section (laughs) (laughs) pulling his hair back and everything watch this who if we had this bar in our college town called the coney it was three levels the top level they were just like bumping mac and whiz all night pull tables good vibes and then the downstairs there was a huge like dance floor area we didn't go there too often until late in the night when we were trying to boogie but then there was this little like like cove area that just like old-fashioned like rock in there and and just like so cool but it was smoked smoking section to hell so it was just You'd go in there and like you're leaving like a cigarette every time, Kyle. Oh, really? Yeah, you would stink by the end of it. Five minutes in there. Yo, sign me up. (laughs) Give me a ciggy now. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a life of the party. Uh, Of course. That's where the best parties are. They all reek like cigarettes and they're all a good time. Honestly. That's true. I I feel like Stefan from Saturday Night Live. It's like... (laughs) Going to club, I, I can't even do. I can't even do it. It's it, go haters go. But anyways, if if on. I can like sneak a couple sips in the bathroom, maybe take a flask. I'll, I'll do the managing the bar on New Year's Eve. But you're gonna see some weird shit. That's all I'm saying. You're probably gonna see some weird shit managing a bar on New Year's Eve. So, um, Kyle, let's hit another quish, Christmas question while we're here. Yeah. I also I don't think you're gonna have to dip out to the bathroom to take a couple drinks on New Year's <laughs> Eve. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so would you rather take it outside with Big Dom DeSandro, your fantasy football rival, or the local Santa who got a little bit too tipsy? So, Hoove, I know you you were a little bit heated on on some ejections that took place after a little scrap with Big Dom DeSandro out there and uh, your buddy Greenlaw, I believe it was. So, uh, I'll I'll let you take this one as well. All right. No, I don't want to sound like I'm talking shit. All right. So I'm not going to come off and sound like I'm talking shit. But, but. Explain who Big Dom DeSandro is in the situation as well. Okay. 
Okay, big down to big down to Sandro is he's a security guard for uh for the Eagles. All right. During, not Kyle's cousin. Not Kyle's cousin. No. During during off field instant, you know, Dre Greenlaw slammed down Devonta Smith, and all of a sudden the security guard pushes Dre Greenlaw. All right. Now in when it's raining out and this guy's wearing material like super like What's the right word? You know, slick. You know, mm-hmm. and when, it, when you get when it gets wet, you know, things start sliding. So, I really feel like he got pushed. All right, he got pushed, and that's why his hand slid like that. And you see my face. I think if someone flicks my face, it doesn't make spit come out. All right. <laughs> so if we're gonna classify that as a hit, take me outside with Big Dom to Sandro because if that's classified as a hit. To anyone, I don't think that they've ever actually been in a fight before, so that's not a that's not a hit. That's not a hit. That's like someone accidentally like poking you. All right, that's maybe starting a fight, but he he pushed him first. And what the fuck are you even doing in that in, in that situation? You know, yeah. I said that right away. I was like, if they really thought that they were gonna get into it, this is where the team steps up. Like. They're on the Eagles' sideline. Like, that's where even, like, every Eagle player, if they really thought that they were going to get down, why is the security guard doing it? Like, let Nick Sirianni pull that shit apart, you know? But Big Dom, baby. Big Dom, that's... I'm not saying Big Dom is soft, but I'm saying if that's classified (laughs) as a hit and that's what takes, like, Big Dom to Sancho, that's, like, the least... Clip it, Kyle. You just heard it. Who? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Here's what I'll say. Big Dom DeSandro, dude was doing his job, and but but when it comes to that, no one should touch a player. Coaches shouldn't touch a player. A referee shouldn't touch a player. Fans shouldn't touch a player. So I understand Greenlaw. I I don't think was in the wrong there. So I am with you, Hoove. Um, however, I I will say when it comes to this question specifically, I don't mind scrapping with the local Santa if he's getting a little too tipsy down at the pub after you know working a shift at the mall. I can't wait. I already got a, a scrap lined up with my fantasy football rival after the season, folks. I already do. Uh, we're, we're going to a diaper party, and where we're going to the event, they have wrestling mats. So oh, yeah. me and uh, me and my buddy Udo are going to actually be the main event on the night. So you can uh, book your tickets now over there at In Between Media. We'll, we'll get those tickets up soon. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to scrap my fantasy football rivals. I've been through too much shit here, Kyle. I think I'm going for the local mall Santa, dude, because <laughs> they're, dude, they're tipsy. They're going to fight dirty, so you can just kick them in the nuts. Like, they're open, they're opening the door. You just have to close it for them. That's how I'm seeing it. Right, and it's holly jollies. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the article you linked here. Big Dom, he's he's a hefty fella. I'm not taking that guy. <laughs> Same, bro. Uh, Same. Hoove, you're like yeah. a buck thirty, bud. You're getting big. Dom is like three of you. You don't even know, all right. You don't know me. You don't know what I got, all right. I'm scrappy, all right. I said at the, I said at the expo, I wish someone would come up on that roof, all right. I wish someone would have came up there when I was sleeping up there. Someone was leaving in an ambulance. Wasn't gonna be me, that's for sure. Wasn't gonna be me. Kyle, let's get back to football. <laughs> I'm 100% joking. I, I'm, I'm a lover, not a fighter. All right. On that note, would you rather cut Jacoby Myers 
Jahan Dotson or Josh Downs? Seth, what are you thinking? How can you trust Jahan Dotson? He's on a bye. I think you should just drop him now. He has scored zero points, has left you with a donut in 15% of games, and less than six PPR points in 46% of games. That's almost half of them right now. I don't like him against the Rams, the Jets, the 49ers. The Rams are okay, but those other matchups, like the 49ers are getting a lot better in the secondary. I know earlier in the season it was one we could attack. They're starting to step up back there. I think as long as they stay healthy, they'll be okay. So um, get out now, I, I think, for Jahan Dotson. He, he's my, my number one. Um, Hoove, your thoughts here? Because I don't mind Myers. He does have two-plus matchups in a row. Has been a wide receiver two in five, two of the five Aiden Connell starts. I really like Jacoby Myers, so I don't know why he's honestly in the categorized with these two, but with the, with these three, um, I think Jahan Dotson is the easy answer. Even though like Josh Dobbs or Josh Downs right right now isn't really doing let us down twice in great yeah. matchups. But we can talk about that later because there's <laughs> another Colts wide receiver that's going ah finally let's go. But anyways, um. No, I think that the easy answer is Jahan Dotson. Yeah, dude. I and, and honestly, you guys can blame me. I was he was almost one of my all in picks this year, and he's been absolutely terrible. So uh, I apologize about that. What's up, George? I see we got you in the chat, man. We're gonna get some questions here in just a little bit. Uh, in about I would say probably ten or fifteen minutes. So hang around with us here, and we'll get to it. Uh, and and Stacy's saying, and took you home. Yeah, the guy on the roof might have been taking you home. Um, all right, let's go. I don't know where that nose ring went. That's so <laughs> who lost. Yeah, who lost his nose ring while sleeping on the roof? Um, Kyle, we got one more fantasy football cut candidate question. Who are we going with? Yeah, well, it's actually kind of the opposite of cut. It's keep. Would you rather keep Kyle Pitts, Taysom Hill, or Logan Thomas? Hoove, you're making a lot of gestures over there. Get Kyle Pitts off my roster. So um, that's easy. Taysom Hill. Tay-Tay all day day. All right. I saw a stat today that Taysom Hill since week eight, it's been like, he scored like 4.8 more points. Shout out Danny Carter. All right. I'll pull it up. But Taysom Hill has been a dog. All right. Even though though Logan Thomas at the start of the year, I was like, wow, this guy's really producing. I know. I, I fell for it too. Yeah. Like Taysom Hill's, he's the guy. He's the guy you got to keep. Easy answer, Taysom Hill. This is what I'll say about Taysom Hill. He is leading all tight ends in touches by 31 fucking touches. He has 70 carries, 13, got 13 more carries this last week. Like the production is okay, but with that type of volume, man, like he's literally a running back you put in, you're putting into your tight end slot is pretty much how you have to look at it with how many carries he's getting. And he's getting at least enough targets to be sustainable there too and leave you some type of floor. So I'm 100% with you uh, here, Hoove. I can't believe I'm saying it, but like I would rather have Taysom Hill than Logan Thomas and, and, and Kyle Pitts rest of the season. I think Pitts will be fine, but like he, I mean, he's probably getting like he has no ceiling. You know what I mean? You're getting nine points a game at max from Kyle Pitts. So yeah, Taysom Hill. Taysom- I found Actually, he said Taysom Hill has averaged 4.2 more points than uh, per game the Travis Kelsey since week eight. Jeez. And I drafted Travis Kelsey in the first round. So like that really hurt me, but like shout out Tay Tay. All right. Taysom Hill. Shout out. Shout out Tay Tay. 
Uh, looks like we got uh, Didi in the chat. Shout out Didi. What's up? Out Appreciate Didi. you joining us tonight, Didi. Thanks so much. Uh, Kyle, we got a couple Christmas questions to uh, round us out here. Yes, we do. We have some very Seth-oriented questions uh, <laughs> for Christmas. So this is about gifting for kids. Would you rather gift the child in your life uh, doggy? A robot dog for the whole family. Bitsy, a digital pet you can touch. Or Baloobies. Uh, <laughs> as the uh, <laughs> good housekeeping <laughs> recommended. Uh, good housekeeping said about uh, Baloobies. Imagine a bubble machine attached <laughs> to a blow-up doll. <laughs> So when I was looking at, at you know at, at hit toys for this year, what's hot in 2023? Good Housekeeping recommends this toy, and I was like, I hope AI is writing this. I really hope AI is writing this because this is terrible. It was just flat out like, yeah, terrible description there. Like that's a quote. We can put it if you guys want to see the article. I'll put it in the chat for you. Um, but yeah. I, I don't man these are terrible toys that's what i'll i'll, I'll start out by saying that um kyle do you got any guidance here my friend in time of struggle i usually turn to you i mean off the bat i feel like a pervert saying baloobies I'm not gonna it. it might be baloo bulls actually it might be an l <laughs> So uh, I was gonna say Baloobies. <laughs> I like Baloobies better though. I was gonna say, how much are your Baloobies, Kyle? <laughs> More than you can afford. More than you can afford. Um, probably Dog E. I think <laughs> it's a gift for the whole family. Uh, we had we had these as kids. Remember these? Like they kind of just remade the the toy we had as a kid. Like the iPod dog. Yeah, the that's robot? yeah, that's literally what it is. Pretty oh, much. Is it really? Oh, it looks just like that. that. Okay. Cool. Definitely that. Come on. I, I think it has more you can do now. Like it, there's an, a mobile app you can uh, accompany with it and like give it different stuff going on. So yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess this Bitsy thing is kind of weird. I don't really get it. It's like a little digital pet you can touch. I don't know. That's kind of who, what was your take on this? Um, I'm going to go with the doggy. I got a good memory with like the I, I, I robot you know dog i remember cranking because it was a speaker too you know yeah. you could blast it and like that was like right when like before we had like mp3 pods mp3 players and, and shit so like i remember blasting the shrek 2 soundtrack on there like <laughs> so she said what's the problem baby and i was like let's go so that i'm bringing back the old memories for someone else's kid all right Oh yeah, Shrek Two had a banging soundtrack. That did, dude. Even the <laughs> ending when they had the Shrek, yes. like far, far away. Though, yeah, make you take your clothes off and you're dancing in the rain. Ooh, I feel spicy right now, Kyle. <laughs> you see that? These hips do not lie. How much are these baloobies? We can't look away. We got Didi in the chat saying yes, please, Seth. Put it in okay. so we can read it. Uh, sounds like booby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh quite quite the quite the the Christmas out there for someone that's for sure. Uh, Kyle, about? Kyle, we got one more uh one more question here before we get to the people's questions. Yeah. So, would you rather 
have a smartphone magnifier, the classic stocking stuffer for any grandparent or parent, uh, lightsaber chopsticks. Who doesn't want lightsaber chopsticks? <laughs> or a microwave popcorn popper, which I thought was just a microwave, but it's it's like a thing to do like stovetop style popcorn in the microwave. It it looks like a it it's weird. It looks like a pitcher. It's almost. so it's. I always get scared by those things because I feel like it's metal. Like it looks like metal. Like why yeah. would you put that in the microwave? You know, but yeah, you probably make kettle corn though. That's kind of a treat in that. I think that's the one be- benefit to that. So I think I I might go with that. I, I will say, um, I've wanted a popcorn maker for so long for a long time. Just like you know, just to have one. And I finally won one in like a white elephant thing. And I went home the next day and I washed it. And here I washed the electric part that, that you that you couldn't get wet. So um, I'll take this, the popcorn popper for me, because because I just have always wanted a popcorn machine. The one time I had when I broke it. So Hoof? I think I'm going to go process by elimination so yeah i'm i'm old school and i'll literally just go to the movie theater they know me by now they know me by name i'll go there and i'll just get popcorn and go you know <laughs> I, I do i i really do i'll buy like a whole large and just fucking dip and i'll take <laughs> i'll take it home yeah they know me they know me they, I, i'm a local and uh and so <laughs> people people do that like I'm people, people do that people do that that's people right do that. I worked in a movie theater and people sometimes did that and they would get a large and then they would put it in a bag and say, can I get my refill? (laughs) That's awesome. I haven't thought about that. I haven't thought about that. That's awesome. That's a great idea. Um, So I I, I can go to the theater. I I don't need to make my own Uh, unless I'm making kettle corn. I can pop that myself. Like I can see fine. I can see clearly. And we're going back. To check two. <laughs> we're gonna go back to check two. All right. Um. So, I could probably use one, like for for Heidi, because she she needs glasses. So, like whenever she loses her glasses, she's always like, "I can't see." And I'm like, "Look, then put on your glasses." She's like, "I can't find my glasses." I'm like, <laughs> yeah. my, I can't Shit, see. That sucks. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so I could just hand her that and be like. Okay, we'll look for him then if you wanted to. So I could just hand her this magnifier to help her look for her glasses. No, that's not what this is at all. This no. is a no, something you put on, you put your phone on and it makes it like kind of like a bigger screen almost in a way, I guess, Kyle, right? I'll tell her her life is a screen. So she could use it. So <laughs> if she doesn't buy that, then I'll get the lightsaber chopsticks because, like Kyle said, like who doesn't want fucking lightsaber chopsticks? It's pretty much for someone who watches a lot of stuff on their phone and yeah, uh, like DD. Yeah, kind of like a little mini projector, I guess. But uh, DD really? saying lightsaber chopsticks. I got my editor that in a Ghostbusters jacket. Hell yeah, that's that is sweet. That's awesome. That's a great gift. Uh, Stacy saying people that don't have a popcorn popper at home. Yeah, I, who, who doesn't need one? He's got connects at the local theater, that's for sure. They know me. They know me. <laughs> Kyle, we, we, we round us yes. out here. Where are you going? Um, this is tough. Uh, chopsticks. Chopsticks. I'll go with chopsticks. Do you use chopsticks a lot? No, I don't have chopsticks, so I'll get some. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, 
I like Chinese food, and I honestly, I think I'm gonna try Indian food pretty soon. Okay. So I don't have the patience to eat with chopsticks. That's my issue. I I, I, I can't handle so spice. I can't handle spice to save my life. But like, I heard the butter chicken is like to die for. So I'm I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. Okay. With that being said, Kyle, thanks for uh, hosting another uh, edition of here of Would You Rather. Let's go ahead and answer the people's questions in from the forum. If you're upstuck, think about what to do Here in between, we got advice for you Back and forth all day, trying to pick the play Let's hear what the boys here had to say Presented by the Fantasy Football Advice Network Alright, want to thank our friends over at the Fantasy Football Advice Network For powering this segment once again this week and if you guys haven't found it out by now, go over to fantasyfootballadvice.com, sign up. And this is a new platform that combines apps like Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, and puts it all into one platform where creators and fantasy football enthusiasts can just support each other. Uh, it's a great group of guys running that platform over there. And it's just getting better and better. And it's a direct line to advice. So you can create a free account over there today at Fantasy Football advice.com uh, or download the app fancy football advice network and Hoove, let's get to the chat and some questions we've had some throughout the show so i want to get to the people and uh, make good on their time today here's one from our guy chandler should i start brock purdy or josh allen this week bang bang niner gang Hoove, uh brock purdy absolutely electric here in week number 12 in philadelphia the moment was not too big for him he is now the mvp favorite just a year being removed from Mr. Irrelevant. Do you go with him or do you go with Josh Allen here in week number 14? I could make this just sound like a homer pick, but I have the actual stats to back it up, all right? Well, one of them makes mistakes, and one of them doesn't, all right? And one of them is in the MVP race, and one of them is not. So I'm going to go with Brock Purdy, and because we all know that, that Josh Allen really only has Stephon Diggs to really bank on. There's so many options that Brock, that Brock Purdy can make plays with, and he's so valuable. You see that once they start clicking, how productive they can be and how hit or miss the Bills offense could be. And yeah, like Josh Allen has a little more rushing upside. I'll give you that. But Brock Purdy is a dog. Like he is, like I talked about it, I think on the Black Friday episode too, just about Brock Purdy being a great value overall. Like he's, yeah. he's just such a great, value at quarterback and i can't stress that enough like he he he's kind of like he's a but oh i hate i don't want to say this because this just sounds really egotistical and bad but like you know how aaron Rodgers like he'd be an mvp race but he like wouldn't really always put up great fantasy numbers for sure it's almost like he's like he's a little bit better than that like mm -hmm. he's yeah that's he's, a good comp so I don't want to say that he's a better Rodgers, but you know what I mean in that sense. Like he's not putting great numbers, but he's an MVP and he's still top 10. And like you're seeing Trevor Lawrence drop. That's another spot. Brock Purdy moves up in the rankings. And like Josh Allen, like make, trying to force plays versus Brock Purdy making easy plays. I'm going with Brock Purdy and it's not even a homer pick. It's a great matchup against Seattle, man. Seattle's been leaking points to quarterbacks as of late, but can you really take yourself out of that Buffalo Kansas city game? Or is that another fake shootout? Maybe I, I feel like it might be a fun game. It could be a fun game. We know what these, these teams do when they get against each other. There's a bit of a rivalry since that, you know, 13 seconds game a couple of years ago. So it's hard to want to take yourself out of that, but 
you're in the same window with, with San Francisco and their home. Buffalo is traveling on the road to Arrowhead. So I, I don't I don't blame the call. I, I think Purdy is safer, but I think Allen always carries a bit more upside is what I'd say. So th- that's kind of my be- best advice for you, Chandler, if you're still hanging around with this man is if you have a, a, a comfortable lead, you think going into that four o'clock window, I would go Brock Purdy. I think he's safe. But if you have to shoot for the upside, I don't think Brock Purdy is getting you 35 points, even if he has a baller game. Who no. I think, I think that's Josh Allen. I think that's in his wheelhouse. So would you agree with that then? I would agree with that. There's no upside of like 35 points, but there's more of a chance that there's plays being created throughout yeah. the game. You know, like you're not going to have like Allen having like four points for a quarter. And that's going to scare the shit out of you. Brock Purdy will get, will have you like probably Sunday. Like, yeah. We saw it Sunday. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Like we're going to have some tough battles. Like I'm I, not, everything's going to be a cakewalk it, right now. That was just a different breed, but I don't know. I, I, I still got to ride, ride Purdy the rest of the year. You got Sven in the chat as well. What's up, Sven? Good Yee! to see you, see you, man. And uh, Katie, hey team, hey, thanks so much for tuning in, Katie. She's making some breakfast burritos for dinner tonight, so uh, yeah. appreciate her tuning in the show and making those. Yeah. Um, and here we have a question from our guy George: Have Chiefs beef defense, uh, but I need a win this week. Should I drop them for Saints, Packers, Eagles, or Texans defense, or keep them and pick up one of those? So I will say uh, we had Tyler Bradley on the podcast for our Friday episode and Tyler pointed out just how great this Chiefs defense has been. I would really try to keep them on your roster if possible, George. We're getting to the point where if you had any of the cut candidates we talked about in the earlier segments, like I almost rather roster a, a defense at this point in the year, depending who who that cut candidate is. Like if it's Chiefs defense on my roster, John Dotson at this point, it's Chiefs defense for me because I at least know I can play them later in the season. Um, with this being said, though, I think you do need to pick someone up to win this week. The Texans, they have a mighty fine matchup here against the New York Jets. That would probably be my my, my first bet, Hoove. Um, would it be go with them? Um, he can also pick up the Eagles defense, which kind of surprised there on waivers, not picking them up against Dallas. Uh, and then he has the Packers defense, your Packers defense Monday nighter against the New York Giants. Not a bad move either. I don't think I want any part of the Saints defense. So against even though they're playing Carolina, I just don't trust the Saints defense right now. Uh, this is a feel good question for me, actually, because like honestly, like I've gone through this question a lot throughout the year. Um I I currently have the Chiefs defense in my work league that I'm struggling in, but it's not because of the Chiefs defense. It's because I had the Saints defense for most of the year. Yeah. And I finally capitalized on them having a buy. They someone cut the Chiefs defense. I'm like, I'm capitalized on there it. There you go. They're, they're the team, they're the best defense. And what people don't even realize about the Chiefs defense right now is they're doing it without Nick Bolton. Like Nick Bolton is such a playmaker for that for that team. And the fact that they're so good still, like People people don't even realize how how good they are, you know. So chill on the Chiefs right now, but um, like the Saints, I don't trust the Saints. Um, I agree. Packers, like for me, like I, I've always felt since the start of the year that the, they were the second best team in the NFC North. Um, but I, I still so, I, but I still don't think that they're better than the Chiefs. Eagles, no, I'm not. I really, I'm not. Um, I think the Cowboys matchup. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't play. I mean, they got negative this last week. They're probably gonna this week. Cowboys are the number one scoring offense right now. You can't do it. 
And who did the Chiefs play again? Uh, Chiefs are Bills. So I'm not, I, I'm stashing the Chiefs. I'm keeping them on the roster, but I am maybe trying to find another option for this week. Yeah, I think I would, I would keep, yeah, I'd keep the Chiefs as much as possible on my team. And, and add the Texans. And, and add the Texans. Honestly, yeah. that's, I think we'll I'll agree with you on that. Hey, George, also like pay up, pay up a little bit of fab if you can. Like, I, I know you can't drop your whole water on a defense, but like last week I got outbid for a couple different defenses and I'm kind of happy because I lucked into the Texans defense uh, for free afterwards. But, you know, people people are hungry for defenses right now. So just keep that in mind, man. Stash the Chiefs, add the Texans here. Uh, great breakdown there from Hoove. Nino, Waller is on waivers because of his injuries earlier. Should I pick him up just in case? I got Laporta, but no backup. I, I'm no. not wasting a roster spot on Darren Waller at this point. If I have reported, like if you want a backup, I don't even, it, I, honestly, if I have Laporta, I'm probably don't need a backup. Like I'll talk about a guy in our last segment. Like if you want to stash someone really, like I would maybe consider, but Darren Waller at this point, like he might be coming back here soon. It still doesn't look like Sunday, but I'm never going to feel comfortable starting him. Like I'd rather start like fucking Tanner Hudson or Isaiah likely over him. Yeah, I agree with you. There's zero chance. I'm, I'm trying to sell Darren Wall as much as possible. Like I'll take a second. I'll take honestly a high third at this point. I, I don't, I don't see Darren Waller coming back. Like, yeah. In, in, in dynasty, in dynasty, you have to be trading him and redraft. Just leave him on the waivers here. You yeah. know, pr- appreciate the question, man. We got Thursday. Should I do, do uh, McBride, Jacobs, and Zay for more Rice and D Hop? Sky Moore. I'm, I'm gonna guess it's DJ Moore. That would that would make this trade, I think, the most fair. Sure. Um, depends what you need, man. Like, if you can just give up a running back like that, like in Josh Jacobs, that's fine. I, I don't mind that trade at all. Like, DJ Moore is the best player I think in this trade coming back to you. But Trey McBride's been an absolute stud too, so it's kind of hard to give him up. Um, I think it's an even trade trade, but like D hop, I have to plug him into a couple lineups this week and I don't feel great about it, but it is Monday night and it, that's just the life of D hop right now. I, I think that I'm going to go more rice and D hop in this. Honestly, um, more second in the league right now in in yak behind Tyree kill. So you always have that, the the trade value will be, if this is dynasty or is this redraft? Just assume redraft. All right. Um. Yeah, I I just don't see. I don't want any part of Zay Zay. Is it Zay Flowers? You think? Yeah, yeah, Zay Flowers. I'm gonna imagine. Oh, that that that'll flip me. Yeah, then I'll say I'll say McBride Jacobson Zay. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I I think I would still if I don't need Jacobs. I think the upside's more with the other the other team here, man. Like. Like him or not, Rashi Rice is a bona fide starter every week. I think you're plugging him into your lineup. Same with D Hop. Sure. Um, you kind of have to ride that wave. So I, I just no. think you're, you're getting more production on on the right side, but it's very close. So it just depends what like if you can give up a really good and tight tight end and running back, that's fine. But I just think you can probably get a little bit higher end of players here. Maybe would be the advice. Like honestly, but you say it's close. But if you if you compare each, I still think that each person would be would be better i think that only it'd be like if d hop if it was zay jones that's what i first read it as as zay, as zay jones so if it was like d hop for zay jones i'm like i don't want anything now that trevor lawrence is hurt but you're talking zay flowers like zay flowers i want a lot of shares of zay flowers right now um i, I know I, I know there's no andrews but i i'm still 
Even Trey McBride versus DJ Moore. I, I like that. And Rasheed Rice in Dynasty. Hell yeah, gimme gimme. But if, you, if I can get if I can get a solid RB right now, especially with everyone banged up, like yeah, yeah, I'll go with Jacobs. See what else you can do. Uh, Thursday, no. just saying. 300 fab to pick up Zeke. It just no. depends what you need. And, and like, I need to know how much fab you have left. Who else is in your league after running backs? Hoove and I are very different on this, man. I am very, very heavy on Zeke. Um, I think you have to ride him. It's not going to be a great experience, but I think you'll get it done. So six points. You want to, what's the <laughs> over under six points over for sure. PPR hundred percent. Yeah. All PPR. Okay. Uh, I'll go 10. No, I guess okay. You're, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk later about it. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll make a little Zeke bet. Um. All right. So let's go here to Nino. Any worries about Gibbs again, or is that just a bad matchup versus the Saints? Listen, man. There's always going to be some bumps in the road here. Unfortunately, if you're going to be rostering a Detroit Lions player, um, or excuse me, a, a Detroit Lions running back that is not David Montgomery. We know what the, this team wants to do. They want to continue to feed Montgomery at the goal line. Uh, we saw Gibbs have a nice scamper down their hoof and then just got quickly you know, taken out for Montgomery, who got the one-yard score, walked into the end zone. So it's a bummer that you're always going to have that, but you got to keep starting Jameer Gibbs. And like at this point, I don't think you're going to get anything for him because the, the shine has kind of worn off that you're not going to get what he's worth, I think, in a trade. So... I still like Gibbs rest of the season. He has that league winning upside. It's just, I don't know if we're going to see it. It's really hard to predict right now. I, I'm worried. I'm worried. Like, I don't know. Like, Are you really? Yeah. Like, I really want to believe in, in Jameer Chase. I do. And that's why I picked him up because I was in a must win situation. That's the only, only share I have of Jameer Chase or Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs. Jameer <laughs> Gibbs. Yeah. It's the only share I have of Jameer Gibbs. So I, I really like wanted to change my mind because at the expo I had him as my, as my bust of the year. I just, I really believed a lot in David Montgomery. And I think that right now, like with Jared Goff making all these mistakes, they're going to really want to invest in the run game. And the guy right now is David Montgomery. So they're going to, I feel like they're going to really feed David Montgomery. And I am a little worried about starting Jameer Gibbs. If I wasn't in a situation where I had to, I wouldn't. There are some really interesting matchups coming up. One, we have the Bears this next week. And the Bears were one of those. They were great, a great matchup for running backs early in the season, but they have severely, severely regressed and become a, a very tough matchup for running backs. So I'm a little worried this week. And the Broncos, same thing, who they were a great matchup for running backs and slowly got better and better against the position as of late. So a little bit worrisome there, but then the Vikings and Cowboys, like it's not great, um, but the Lions are competitive teams. So I think you got to kind of stay, stay true. Nino, like there are a little bit of concerns as you heard them from Hoove, And I, I think I have a little bit as well, but um, the upside's still there. So, so don't give up quite yet. Um, let's flip over to our question of the night from the fantasy football uh, advice network, unless anyone else has any in the chat here. Uh, Kyle, if you want to go and pull that up, um, I think it's got from our guy Jay Mads over there on the advice network. And would you be trading away Jalen Warren and Drake London for James Connor here? Who've redraft. We're going to assume PPR as well. How do you feel about it? Because to me, 
I don't know if I'm ready to commit to Connor after just one good game and kind of wet conditions in Pittsburgh kind of had the motivation of a revenge game. Now he's on the bye, so you're not getting him this week. And then San Fran, Chicago, which we just talked about, which has been really, really good against uh, against opposing running backs as of late, only allowing two touchdowns in the last eight weeks. And then Philly, which is supposed to be a stout defense against the running backs before these last two weeks. This is a yucky question because I this makes me really look in the mirror. We had a question like this the last time I was on too. Uh, I don't I don't want to say that I like Jalen Warren or Drake London. I don't. But if you're gonna say combined for James Conner, especially like you just you just brought it up, like I don't want James Conner the rest of the year, anyways. He and got. I mean, he got the touches, but it would just like. Maybe Jalen Warren straight up, but like for Drake London too. No, I can't do that. So I'll go Jalen Warren and, and Drake London. I'll keep my guys. I will say the people over on the advice network are very good at adding context. So he did say he doesn't need Drake London, but at this point, man, like depth is depth and we're losing players every single week. Like if you had tank Dell, you thought you didn't need London before this week or Christian Kirk. And now you're going to need London. So I think you can do worse or, or better for this trade package. And like Jalen Warren's been kind of disappointing the last two weeks, Hoof, but still RB24 mm-hmm. on the season. And he's never going to leave you hanging. Lowest score on the season is 6.2. So he's got that high floor. And Mitch Trubisky from 2017 to 2022 targeted running backs at the second highest rate in the NFL behind only Tom Brady. So when Mitch was out there in Chicago, like Tariq Cohen, remember Tariq Cohen was a big thing. So maybe they can get that back into the offense a little bit more. I don't know why uh, Jalen Warren was in the game when when they were, or was not in the game when the Steelers were trailing this week. It was nausea, which was really, really a bummer to see. Didn't get any of that garbage time love. But I'm sticking with Jalen Warren and uh, Drake London here. I think you are as well. Yep, I agree. Even though it, if you look at it, if they keep riding Najee the rest of the year, he will finish higher than, than Jalen. And I'll, there's a few preseason bets that I made. I'll be able to talk that shit, you know. So okay, okay. I kind of rooted for that a little bit, a little bit. I I, I got a Jalen Warren jersey coming in the mail soon, so I will Ooh, not be. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Um. All right, let's go ahead. Let's round out the show here. Appreciate everyone's questions tonight and tuning in. Let's round it out here with in the scope. I have as far as my Requesting permission to engage. In the scope. All right, in the scope. We usually don't spend too much time on our mainstream waiver wire options. Uh, we have an article on the website comes out on Monday. Then we have in the scope that comes out and, and reinstates kind of uh, some of these other mainstream targets. But we'll run through them quickly just because it is a really big waiver week here. Uh, at, at the QB position, we talked about a couple of them earlier, but Matthew Stafford, look for him at 32% rostered. Gardner Minshew, uh, 10.5% rostered. I wouldn't go out and spend a ton on Josh Hobbs. We don't know if he's going to get the start. It could be Nick Mullins we're hearing uh, out of the camp in Minnesota. So don't go spending a lot of fab for Dawes. But if he's at around there come the weekend, you could spot start him. I think the running backs are interesting this week, though, who've uh, Ty J Spears. It looks like it's not going to be Spears time quite yet. Derrick Henry sideline because of a head injury, not in concussion protocol on Monday. So kind of a weird situation there. Um, But Spears is still an interesting pickup. Nonetheless, 
Ezekiel Elliott, he's kind of my favorite running back pickup probably the rest of the season. I don't think you're going to get a better one unless someone big goes down. Um, Keaton Mitchell, Antonio Gibson, Roshan Johnson, Kenneth Gainwell on our list. Who do you like better than Zeke on this list? Just give me your names. Uh, I think that I had Roshan Johnson. I like Roshan Johnson more. I think that he's the guy that's going to end up beating out, uh, beating out Herbert. Yeah. So I, in Dynasty, like I, I like Roshan. I was grabbing him all over in second rounds because I really thought that he was the guy that could definitely be a th- like a three down back for Chicago. Like anyone that's taken away carries from Bijan Robinson at Texas has to be pretty good and a pretty knowledgeable running back. So I, I really liked Roshan and the fact that they drafted him in the fourth round, I want to say it was fourth round. Uh, yeah, they, they saw something in him and like they only drafted him that late because the running backs weren't going until later. So there were a few guys that were projected higher than him, but he yeah. was worth, Yeah, he, he easily could have been a third rounder for sure. 70% snaps uh, last time out as well. We have no clarification on whether Donta Foreman will be ready to go this week. I don't know if we see him rest the season because we just don't know what the Bears are really trying to do. I think they're just kind of trying to play some young guys, make sure that their own first-round pick ends up in the top five. Um, also, but- it's QB1. Like, I don't want you – I don't want anyone picking up Josh Dobbs. Don't do it. Don't burn yourself. Like I talked about it before. Just don't do it. So we disagree on that, but okay. Fair. Hey, I was off dogs a couple weeks ago when he had, the, uh, he was on my sit list going into the four uh, interception game. So I, I don't blame you too much there. Um, we have a question in the chat that I think we can parlay into Kenneth Gainwell monitor the Swift situation right now. We're not sure what's going to happen here with, with Swift. He got banged up, exited the game on Sunday However, we, we don't know the severity of that injury, but if you have Swift, add Gainwell, and if you don't, just add Gainwell in case you need a spot start. Um, Antonio Gibson, we don't know the severity of, of Brian Robinson, but Gibson, if you want to hold him for, through the bye, just kind of depends on your roster structure and if you have that uh, uh, availability. I like Zeke this week. I, I've kind of said that. Going up against Pittsburgh, I think it's just going to be a run fest. I don't know. We see a lot of Bailey Zappi dropping back, and if we do, it might be some checkdowns to Zeke. So I like Zeke moving forward. I know who doesn't. Uh, Sean asking, thinking about trading James Cook for Swift after this week, should I? So, uh, Sean, let us know. Do you mean after this week is an after week 14, or do you mean ahead of week 14, after week 13? Um Yes, I I think Swift has more upside. It's just the injury, I I, I think. And I, you can't, can't you be a little concerned about Swift? He's had some pretty disappointing games the last couple of weeks here. Hoof. No, I, I think I think talent shows through. And yeah, they've had some tough defenses that they've gone against. So I understand why Swift's had a dip in production. You went against Chiefs, Bills, and and the Bills like the Bills played a good defensive game that game. You know, they let they put up some points, but like they were playing their heart, their fucking ass off. So um, that was a tough game. And uh, now they have the 49ers defense. So like, what were they going to do there? You know, so I, I think th- better days are ahead for Swift. Um, most of the like the same thing that you're going to get out of James Cook, you're going to get out of, of DeAndre Swift yeah. of, of your quarterback stealing rushing touchdowns from you and stealing those opportunities. So if you're going talent versus talent, I'm going DeAndre Swift versus James Cook all day. 
Yeah, so. I think I think I'm with you too, and I like the matchups a little bit better for the Eagles. Cowboys not great this week here on Sunday, but then we get the Seahawks and the Giants and the Cardinals to round it out. So if Swift is healthy; he should be a stud in a couple of those matchups. While you look at James Cook, Chiefs don't love that matchup here in Week Number 14, and then the Cowboys and then the Chargers and Patriots. So. You like the Chargers matchup on December 23rd, but not too much else there for him. So, yeah, I, I, it, if you're comfortable with possibly not having this week or you can get Kenneth Gainwell as well, I would do this trade. Yeah. Um, but just keep the injury in mind there. Great great question, man. Um, let's talk about some wide receivers, and then we'll dip into our in-the-scope candidates here. Who've Noah Brown, Jaden Reed, Odell Beckham Jr. kind of top this list here. Uh, Elijah Moore also kind of making a compelling case here. Uh, Demario Douglas, if he can be active this week, he still hasn't practiced. I don't think this week, Jalen Hyatt, uh, had impressive performance before his bye week And then Jonathan Mingo makes the waiver wire list is just kind of a volume eater right now in Carolina. Who's the number one option for you here. And tell me why it isn't Noah Brown. Uh, out of these guys, I, I want to go, I'm going to go with Jaden Reed, but I was really, really close to picking, um, Jonathan Mingo. I just picked up Jonathan Mingo in dynasty. And I was really, really close to, I think that if he had like, if it started earlier in the year, I think he would be like a Rasheed Rice where he just is really productive, but it's too late. It's too late to start this, this, uh, this momentum, but next year, Jonathan Mingo, go grab him. He'll be the best receiver on that roster for sure. Um, but in the rest of the season, I'm going to go with, uh, Jaden, Jaden Reed. So I, even though I'm a big Christian Watson guy, I've seen it. I've been to three games this year, and I can see how the team operates. And I love what Jordan Love does. Jordan Love is a great playmaker. You know, he's people really want to give him a hard time, but he makes some really pretty throws. And I've seen it. Like I was watching, I was watching from from the top from the end zone, and I'm like, this guy, like, it's so crazy that they can go. And I, I'm not a Packer fan. I'm really not. I really don't like. I really hate that that all these Packer fans are delusional, but I gotta, I gotta give a shout out where it, where shout it is. Out. Like Jordan loves it. Dog man. Like, so I'm, I really like Jordan love. And I think that better days are ahead for the Packers and this team, the better that they are, the better that they're going to be together. Cause they're so young. So like Jordan's clicking, Christian's clicking Christian. Obviously he was coming off that injury at the start of the year, the offensive line. Yeah. They're finally starting to gel. So if Jaden's fine from that injury and also Christian Watson's injury that you got to put that in. I, is that I think, I think with, yeah, with Christian's injury, I think him and Noah Brown really top the list. I think you have to go at one of them. I mean, Noah Brown was electric. He's like, a, I've said it before in this program, but he's like a fucking linebacker running down the middle of the field, man. He's fun to watch. So, uh, it was funny what CJ Stroud said earlier today on Pat McAfee's show as well. Who he said that he's challenged Nico Collins to step up as a leader in the locker room, not just on the field. So I'm excited to see kind of what what that that means for Nico. And uh, I love Nico rest season, like top 12 upside for me at the position. So um, I, I think overall though, like there's some really interesting options on the waiver wire here. If you need a tight end, Isaiah likely still out there in just uh, north of 78% of leagues as well. So. Check out those names. Let's talk in the scope, though, who these are our after waivers run candidates. Waiver wire a week early, if you would. The guys that no one really wants this week, but could be spot starts here in week number 14, or just guys we're stashing for the rest of the season who could make a difference and pop in your fantasy football playoffs. All right. So I don't know what the like percentage of uh, 
of roster roster ship that this guy has. But we talked about it a little bit earlier. We're talking about Josh Downs and how he hasn't produced, but there's someone else that's producing, and he started to produce. He just had his first hundred yard game. Shout out to Alec Pierce. That's my boy. That's baby Jordy Nelson. I I've been a big fan of Alec Pierce since his days in Cincinnati. I thought that he was a very big factor on why Cincinnati was as good as they were, and they made it all the way to the college football playoff at four. So, like, he's such a good playmaker, like, especially with his foot, like, his footwork on the sideline. I think that he has some of the pretty – This that's weird. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say he has the prettiest feet. But, like, he's got some pretty footwork, let me tell you. <laughs> all right? That sounds some Rex Ryan shit right there. But, like, Alec Pierce, I'm a big fan. I think that – like when you can make plays like that on the sidelines, you're going to get deep threats. And you saw some in the preseason, you saw that him and Anthony Richardson were having that, that relationship. So even in dynasty, go get some shares of Alec Pierce and best ball. I promise you, you will not be disappointed for it. Like late second for Alec Pierce, go do it. Cause I think that if I think Michael Pittman showed that they're not going to go out and get another wide receiver, this draft that they're going to pay him. And I think that this wide receiver core is going to be the one that stays intact for the future. So Alec Pierce, Josh Downs, one of them is going to be the wide receiver too. And I, I think that there's, there's enough mouth to feed when you got Gardner Minshew slinging it like a crazy man right now. And, <laughs> and you got Anthony Richardson for the future. So yeah. And Alec Pierce is my guy. I, I love the call. Cause this was one of my favorite sleepers coming into the season, but it just, it's, it's so hard for me to believe that he can be a factor down the line here when he hasn't popped and until week 13. So I think that's maybe where I'm a little concerned, but they do need playmakers. I think it will be Josh Downs. They, they turn back to maybe this week and try to get him more involved. Uh, maybe we see some jet sweeps. Maybe we see some, some, uh, some screens right off the line of scrimmage because Zach Moss did not get going and the Colts need uh, some short game work here, but I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is Alec Pierce time. So who is calling his shot with his guy? Um, I, I love the build on him, man. I love the physical tools. Let's see if you can put it together down stretch. I'm going to go with uh, the shoddiest of shoddy tight ends, but a guy you maybe want to consider, especially in your tight end premium leagues, rest of season. That's Tanner Hudson, tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals, averaging five targets for the last five games, and his low in that span has been four targets. So, with a guy like this who's catching him at an 83.9% rate, there is a lot of appeal here. He has that good chemistry with Jake Browning. They were practice squad backup buddies uh, early in the season. The issue with Tanner Hudson is the snap share. He is still getting beat out in snaps by Drew Sample. Big Herb is running just about as many snaps as him. But he's the fifth leading target getter on this team, man. Like outside of the top three wide receivers and Mixon, it is Tanner Hudson here. And he has a great matchup this week. Uh, Colts, top seven matchup on the season for fantasy tight ends. So I think if you need a league and tight or a, a floor play in tight end premium leagues, he's a guy I'm kind of leaning here, Hoove, just because like, you know, he's probably going to get you four for 40, but in a premium that, that might get you to double digit points. And like this week, if I need a guy, even in non-premium leagues, Logan Thomas, I'd probably drop him if I'm rostering him through the buy. I would drop... For, for this week, man, it's do or die. And I, I would drop Logan Thomas if you can't use him this week for Tanner Hudson. And, like, even if you have Trey McBride, you're obviously not dropping McBride, but pick put McBride on the bench, pick up Tanner Hudson. I think he's a spot start, and I think people after this week will be really inclined to pick him up. 
You know, I think that's a good call. Honestly, like I, I, your big brain showing with that one. I think that that could be like a Kate Atten of last year. No. Oh, yeah. I had a Kate on call in the earlier season. It was not good. So, yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I think out of tight ends, it's really hard to, to spot one. So, if you want to shoot your shot with tight ends, you go for it. But, obviously, if you're not in a predicament where you have to start Tanner Hudson, don't do it. I'll just say that. But I totally agree that if you are in a predicament where you're looking for a guy and you, you're really in a tough bind, sure. I, I'm go, in a tough bind right now in one of my favorite leagues. Uh, the one Kyle, that son of a bitch, is, is beating me in right now uh, that, that I need a spot yeah, start this week, bitch. and I might be going with them. So um, appreciate that that there. Uh, looks like we got Scampers in the chat. What's up, Scampers? Good to see you, man. Thanks for making time for us here. Um, but, Hoop, that's going to about do it for us. Anyone who oh, tuned yeah. in tonight, thank you guys so much. I know we have a lot of the IBT family uh, around the corner right now hanging out with us. So thank you, uh, Didi and Sven and, and everyone else here, Albert, everyone that hangs in the chat, Mr. Scampers. Uh, thank you guys so much for helping us, supporting us. Uh, and, and the more you do, the more we can uh, create better content for you. It gives us more time for it. So really, really appreciate everything. Uh, everyone's helped us along with it so far this season. If you guys are new to the channel, please hit that subscribe button. Come back, hang out with us again, and check out inbetweenmedia.com. We have a lot of great written pieces out there. We have such a talented staff right now from our fantasy football and our fantasy NASCAR, NASCAR betting, PGA content to our entertainment and lifestyle content. It's so much good stuff over there. Um, just had a nice review today on Matt Rife. Didn't really know a lot about this character today, uh, but had a review on his Netflix special come out on the on the site earlier today. So a little bit of everything for people over there. Shout out Dustin Lutke, man. I, I'm excited. I'm excited to read it. Yeah. And you just had a little uh, article go viral over there. Uh, you, tell tell the people a little bit about that and uh, some of the other stuff you take care of over here at IBT Media. Well, you know, looking forward, you know, I'm currently under working on a mock draft, first mock draft of the year, and I'm going to try to get as many mock drafts as possible yes, out for the people. You know, I, I love doing this. This is Move one mock, of my favorite baby. times of the year is trades and trying to figure out future future franchise uh, assets. So um, I'm excited for that one. But previously, we're talking about Jim Harbaugh to the Raiders. You know, there's a lot of people talking yeah. about him going to the Bears, and I don't buy it. Charges. You know? You know, the former Big Ten commissioner, him being involved with the Bears now and everyone saying, oh, look at he wants to bring in his guys. Well, Jim Harbaugh hated that guy. He, <laughs> he, he, they didn't get along. He, he wasn't going to come back to the Big Ten really until this year in people's eyes and until they really started like bringing him in, you know, and including him. So uh, that's not one of his guys. I, I can promise you that. So you can get that out of your head. It's pro- what they need is they need to build that culture. You know, that's what the Bears need. But the Raiders, who knows? Maybe there's a former Michigan quarterback that's now an ownership with the Raiders, ownership with the Sparks over there in Vegas that could be recruiting uh, Jim Harbaugh through Mark Davis. Yeah, we won't give away everything in the article, but if you guys want to check it out, more of what Hoove's doing over there at uh, InBetweenMedia.com, what all our staff is doing, please do. Uh, Thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. We hope you subscribe. Check out the rest of the channel. we got some great content and some great human beings over here. Kyle, thanks again for your work in the back end. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, you know what to do. Keep it in between.